the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the new Czech Voice of Cleveland program with your host, John Sable, right here on 1220 WHKW. Good afternoon, I'm John Sable, and welcome to the new Czech Voice of Cleveland program, coming to you through the DTJ District Council, Margaret Long Associates, and the Lillian and John Bednajic microphone at the Soko Greater Cleveland, Frank Lovell, Joe Smetana, and FCSLA Life Studio in Seven Hills. We've got a great show planned for you today, so take off the mask if you can, sit back and enjoy some of the best country music from one of the best countries, Yendol Toho. Zdravá, 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 zdravá
vysúdené. Aj když na mňa padnú chvíle zlé, bez frajárky sám, ja si nestískám. Ja ty všetky smutky dávno znám, vím, jak zbavit sa jich Catholic Union CCU Life is a fraternal life insurance organization in existence since 1879 and located in Slavic Village across from Our Lady of Lourdes Parish in Cleveland, Ohio. Check out our website, checkccu.org, for insurance products such as single premium whole life, 5-pay, 10-pay, 20-pay, youth savings plan, and the final expense plan, which is offered to anyone aged 20 to 70. CCU also offers annuities, currently earning 3% for members and 1.5% for non-members, with a guarantee not to go below 1%. CCU is also running a promotion from June 1 through December 31, 2021. Any member can purchase a $5,000 five-pay whole life insurance policy with a 75% discount of the initial premium. Non-members can also catch a break with a 50% discount on the initial premium. For rates and more information on this promotion or any of our products, please call the CCU Home Office at 216-341-0444. That's 216-341-0444 between the hours of 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. Monday through Friday or email the Home Office at insurance at checkccu.org. Hope all our listeners are doing well and enjoy the summer.
Light of Hearts Villa, located at 283 Union Street in Bedford, Ohio, provides supportive, secure residential living with exceptional care through a wide range of services. Through faith-based values, Light of Hearts Villa affirms the integrity of each person and encourages them on their journey of aging. For more information, call 440-232-1991. That's 440-232-1991. Light of Hearts Villa is a ministry of the Sisters of Charity Health System. Today would have been the 72nd wedding anniversary for Václav and Mila Hivnar, two leaders in Cleveland's Czech community. And this next selection goes out in their memory from their children, Ludmila and John. Vínečku dávno znáš, a ze zvíku na jazyku vykudráš. 
Slunečko, co sluncem hrál, ten boj spírá, boj sám, písem statku spírá, nemá. Spívejte si ten nápěv, to hlaví, zkůní kalánek se moraví. Svetlých mají písně schované, v horách či políč nahané. Příbytek je v těch písních schovaný, proto vám tu přibídím na zdraví, aby každý za lásku pravou, písně to zní na The new Czech Voice of Cleveland is proud to have the support of FCSLA Life, founded in Cleveland in 1892 with its home office on Chagrin Boulevard in Beechwood and with a mission to provide financial security to its members while embracing Catholic values and Slavic traditions. And we extend special thanks to FCSLA Life and its president, Cynthia Maleski. For more information about the insurance products offered by FCSLA Life, please call 1-800-464-4642. That's 1-800-464-4642. Or check the organization's website, fcsla.org. 
Reverend Stefan Furdek, who was born in Terstena, Orava County, Slovakia, came to Cleveland as a seminarian and was ordained in 1882 to minister to the area's growing immigrant population from Central and Eastern Europe. Shortly after his ordination, he founded Our Lady of Lourdes Parish, named because of a vow he made in Europe before departing for America, that he would name a parish after Our Lady of Lourdes. Father Fordek was also instrumental in the founding of St. Ladislaus Parish, the first Catholic Slovak Union in 1890, and the first Catholic Slovak Ladies' Association in 1892. In 1891, Father Fordick as pastor broke ground for Our Lady of Lourdes Church, which still stands on East 53rd Street and Ham Avenue in Cleveland. Our Lady of Lourdes remains an active parish today for a multicultural community on the city's east side as a monument to Father Fordick's labors and a tribute to the strength of its founding Czech parishioners. Today, the roof of Our Lady of Lourdes Church is in dire need of replacement a project that current pastor Father Joseph Callahan estimates at $165,000. This is not a repair that the current parish community can do alone, and Our Lady of Lourdes Parish is appealing to former parishioners and supporters of Cleveland's Czech community for donations toward a new roof. Your cash donations can be sent directly to Our Lady of Lourdes Parish, 3395 East 53rd Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44127. That's 3395 East 53rd Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44127. Attention, Father Joseph Callahan. This church represents our Czech and Slovak history and must be preserved as a remembrance of the past, but more importantly, for its ministry to those communities who are still parishioners there. The address of the parish again is 3395 East 53rd Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44127.
And here's this week's community news. The American Nationalities Movement will present its annual Captive Nations Commemoration Program on Thursday, July 22 at Holy Spirit Party Center, 5500 West 54th Street in Parma. The event begins at 5 p.m. with dinner served around 6.15. Honorees at this year's dinner are Edward F. Crawford, former U.S. Ambassador to Ireland, and Sharon L. Kennedy, Justice of the Ohio Supreme Court. Tickets are $35 per person and are available by calling Ralph Perk Jr. at 216-403-9897 no later than July 19. The American Slovak Sokol Camp will hold its annual picnic Sunday, July 25, from noon to 6.30 p.m., featuring homemade Slovak foods and a charcoal-grilled Zivanska Slovak barbecue. The picnic also features the Frank Moravchik Band from 2 to 6 p.m., plus imported beer, cornhole, horseshoes, and games for kids. The American Slovak Sokol Camp is located at 2069 Royalwood Road, just west of Broadview in Broadview Heights. The Czech Dancers Polka Club in Seward, Ohio is back in action with a polka dance from 2 to 6 p.m. Sunday, August 15, featuring the Fredswick Band from Cleveland. Tickets are $8 with food available after 1 p.m. The club is located at the corner of State Routes 109 and 120 in Seward, Ohio. For more information, please call 517-443-5523. That's 517-443-5523. The next Sokol Sunday dinner from noon till 1.30, August 22 at Bohemian National Hall will feature a Czech picnic menu with chicken cutlet or Czech sausage, potato salad, watermelon, and dessert at $15 per person. Dinners are available for a dine-in or carry-out. Reservations must be made by Wednesday, August 18 by calling Olga at 216-447-0264. That's 216-447-0264. Bohemian National Hall is located at 4939 Broadway. Please remember to enter through the doors directly off the parking lot. The 75th One World Day will take place in the Cleveland Cultural Gardens Sunday, August 29, after a one-year hiatus because of the COVID pandemic. The event is back with its traditional highlights, including the inspiring naturalization ceremony, the parade of flags, the fun and educational passport to peace, plus lots of ethnic music, food performances, cultural programs, and education. While all the gardens will be open for visits, some of the performances will take place at the newly completed Centennial Peace Plaza. And if you can't wait for One World Day, you can still take a walking tour of the cultural gardens. These tours are $10 per person and will continue each Saturday beginning at 10 a.m. If you are interested, please meet in front of the Italian Garden at 990 East Boulevard. Remember, this is a 90-minute walking tour, so wear comfortable shoes. For more information, call 216-220-3075. That's 216-220-3075. Please send any community event announcements to John Sable, 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131, or to my email, sabolj at aol.com, or you can call me at 216-351-6247. My email again is sabolj at aol.com, and my home address again is 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131, or you can call me at 216 216- 351 
Remember that your response and any contributions you wish to make will help to keep this show on the air and are always welcome. Please remember that this show is pre-recorded, so it is best to send any community event announcements or dedications about a week in advance. If you miss our show on Sunday, you can listen to a recorded podcast at the website whkwradio.com slash podcasts and now on Apple iTunes. This show and past programs are available for a second or third airing, so click on whkwradio.com slash podcasts or go to Apple iTunes and enjoy this show during the week. As an additional service, a link to each week's show is being emailed to listeners who have sent me their email addresses. If you would like to receive these recorded programs, please send your email address to me, John Sable, at sabolj at aol.com. That's sabolj at aol.com. And here's our March of the Week, Zvuke Fanfar by Julius Fuchik.
Marlene Dufresne of Sheffield Lake is remembering her mother, Julie Euler, on July 14. And this next Joe Kubik selection goes out in her memory.
tam na ní se stříčko. Nažneme travičky, nažneme travičky, pojďme tam na ní se stříčko. Nažneme travičky, maličko, teče voda z hora, čistá je jako já, točí se dokola, okolo já. One of the treasures that our Czech ancestors brought to the U.S. was their love of music, and this was especially evident in the number of Czech records stacked in Czech homes in Cleveland and elsewhere, and the number of Czech music stores selling these records, especially along Broadway in Cleveland. They were a constant reminder of their homeland and culture. The following segment from Radio Prague will give you an idea of the popularity of Czech music recordings, a tradition that we try to continue on the new Czech voice. Few people in the Czech Republic know that a significant chapter in the history of early Czech sound recordings was written by Czech immigrants in the United States. For several years now, Philip Schier from the National Museum in Prague has been searching for the lost recordings and the stories of the people behind them. Last year, he published his findings in a book called Bohemia on Records, written together with music collector Gabriel Gessel. But he says there is still much more waiting to be discovered. Oh, Barbara, oh, Barbara, this is a song called Barbora, recorded in 1903 in New York by Czech jeweler Ed Jedlička, one of the Czech sound recording pioneers in the United States. The sound was captured on wax cylinder and it is one of the many discoveries made by Philip Scheer over the past years, during which he repeatedly visited the United States in search of Czech recordings. At Jedlička's recording studio released some 500 different recordings on Fragile, two-minute wax cylinders. About 40 of them were discovered in the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., says Mr. Scheer. Gabriel found this in the 80s, that somebody saw these cylinders in the Capitol Hill behind the Capitol in the United States in Washington, D.C., in Library of Congress. So I was digging this information last two years, but have no idea where the cylinders are. After two years, they found that somebody in the 90s did the digitization on the tapes, on the magnetic tapes. So they found the magnetic tapes, but not the cylinders. So they sent us the digital copies. And for the first time, we listened, for example, cylinder number 240. And we heard that at Jedlička was not only pressing or publishing these cylinders, but also singing these cylinders. During one of his many trips to the United States, Mr. Scheer came across even earlier recordings by Ed Jedlička. In fact, they are most likely the very oldest recordings made in the United States for the Czech community. We think that the cylinders or the recordings on the cylinders are from 1898-99. So we never have a chance to see the recordings here 
the earliest recordings from 1891 from Jubilee exhibition in, in Prague. And the cylinders, like the number, was number one, number four, number six, number ten. So it's really, really like the oldest one. And they are now in the Iowa City Music Library waiting for the digitization. So we will be happy that we will grab the content and listen what is there. By the way, the number one cylinder is where is my home. So this is also really interesting. Maybe it will be the oldest recording with the later national anthem for Czechoslovakia from 1898. At the time when Ed Jedlička released his first songs on wax cylinders, a commercial sound recording industry did not even exist in the Czech lands. The first commercial recording of Czech songs took place in Prague in 1902, while in the United States it was in May 1889 in the Edison Studios, says Mr. Scheer. During the period... 1900 till 1929, there wasn't any Czech record label company. In 1930, ESTA and Ultrafon was established as a Czechoslovakian record label company. But we are almost 30 years after the first recordings for the Czechs in the United States. The problem here in Austria-Hungary was that only the big companies like Gramophone Company, later His Master's Voice, they were producing a little bit for Czechs, but it was recorded in Berlin, in Vienna. Of course, that some of these companies were sending their sound engineers to Prague, to Brno, but it was really small amount of recordings. On the opposite side of the Atlantic Ocean, in the US, they really started very, very soon doing the ethnic recordings. The ethnic recordings were intended for the growing immigrant communities in the United States, including the Czech minority. The Czech records were usually described as bohemian and the scale of their production was quite impressive. For instance, between the years 1900 and 1930, there were actually more recordings made by Czech musicians in the United States for Czech language audiences than there were in the Czech lands for the much larger Czech population, Mr. Scheer explains. But while the commercial production by large companies such as Victoria and Columbia are well documented, very little is known about recordings produced by smaller companies or individual Czech performers. They were much rich than the Czech lands, so pretty soon they recorded by themselves, I mean the small companies. So they did a lot of recordings for for the environment around the cities, around the suburbs. But these recordings are hidden for us. We know about the commercial recordings. We know, let's say, 90% of the recordings. But we have no idea what someone who was publishing recordings for a Pilsen neighborhood in Chicago, Joseph Irab, we have no idea how big or how small was the list. By 1930, there were approximately half a million Czechs and Slovaks living in the United States and Chicago with around 250,000 immigrants from Czechoslovakia, was dubbed the second largest Czech city. In addition to publishing their own newspapers and other periodicals, Czech immigrants also had a fairly extensive network of shops offering music sheets, instruments, 
phonograph cylinders and disc records. To find out more about the local sound recording scene, Philip Scheer studied adverts published in one of the popular magazines of the time. He discovered that there were more than 12 music sellers between the years 1912 and 1960 in the city. One of the people he came across was Joseph Yirany, probably the most successful Czech entrepreneur in the ethnic sector of the music business in the United States. I found that he was born in South Bohemia. Oh, I can download everything from the archive. Then I went to the archive in PSEC and found that he was a music instrument maker. He went to Romania and then he asked for permission to go to the United States. And it was 1867 till 1897. So he migrated from the South Bohemia through Hamburg, through the... Atlantic Ocean to New York to Chicago and in one year he began with his own shop in Chicago and he was there with his son till 1960s. So for us Joseph Iran is one of the really important person for the Czechs in Chicago focusing on music. Yirani's shop, located in the middle of the Czech Pilsen neighborhood, was the first established and longest operating shop with musical instruments and sound recordings for Czech minority. It was also a meeting point for Czech music lovers. One of his many customers and friends included Bohumir Kril, a celebrated cornet player, bandmaster and pioneer recording artist. He was a artist, he was a sculpture maker and later he was a world famous cornetist. Edison Company and other companies, Columbia companies, you got a lot of cylinders with Bohumir Krill. So he was a star in 19th century, like nowadays Elton John and other guys. So it's really another interesting and famous person for the Czechs. And here is one of the cornet solos by Bohumir Krill called Prstinek or The Ring, recorded in 1901. Searching for old Czech sound recordings often involves more than just visiting archives and libraries or leafing through old magazines. Philip Scheer and his colleagues frequently travel to different cities across the United States visiting former Czech districts and searching for hidden treasures in basements and attics. Mr. Scheer likens their efforts to the gold rush, saying they are never quite sure what will come out of it. This is how he describes one of their most recent discoveries in the former Pilsen neighborhood in Chicago. We went to the three shops, Joseph Iran, Frank Proshek and Tomasz Kosciutka. And Joseph Iran building is still there, but inside is a billiard and pool for the Mexicans. 
the Frank project is gone. There is just a car insurance. And Tomasz Koszatka, three years ago, it was a second hand. Nowadays, it's a weird antique shop, but it was closed. So we went to different antique. Can we go inside the basement? Just look at the recordings. No, no, you can't. So after 10, 15 minutes, when I gave him a business card that I'm from the National Museum of the Czech Republic. Okay, yeah, you can go. So we dig the boxes and we found like some of the recordings. According to Philip Scheer, a large part of the wax cylinders and disc records with early Czech sound recordings have been lost forever and with them part of our country's history. On the other hand, many of them are still waiting to be discovered in archives and libraries, but also in ordinary people's homes on both sides of the Atlantic. Meanwhile, some of the old Czech songs from the 1920s, like the traditional Czech polkas, are still on the repertoire of the Czech bands in Texas, the home of one of the largest Czech immigrant communities. We hope you enjoyed this wonderful history of Czech recordings in Europe and especially the United States, records that bring back many wonderful memories. Do ústí, do ústí, panenku, nepustím tě tam moc mládenců kudrnatých. Co kdyby má milá chlapcům se líbila, za ní se ohlédne každičký z nich. Co kdyby má milá chlapcům se líbila, za ní se ohlédne každičký z nich. Moc panenek malovaných Jsou tuze pohledné On se mi ohlédne Za každou, za každou Za každou z nich Jsou tuze pohledné On se mi ohlédne Za každou, za každou Za každou z nich Nenechám za růstky cestičku svou milou na žádný trh. Co je to za krásu bez pentlí ve vlasu? Co je to za krásu bez pěknejch sluch? Co je to za krásu bez pentlí ve vlasu? Co je to za krásu bez pěknejch sluch? Na 
Chodský zámeček vršku kulatýho, na chodský zámeček vršku kulatýho, a už mě má milá vezou, vezou z něho, a už mě má milá vezou, vezou z něho. Vezou na bráním koníčku, vezou, vezou, vezou na bráním koníčku. Pojď ke mně, má milá, podej mi ručičku, pojď ke mně, má milá, podej mi ručičku. Ručičku podala do pláče se dala. Ručičku podala do. Thanks for listening this afternoon and be sure to tune in again next Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Remember, you can hear a rebroadcast of this show and our other shows on the internet by going to whkwradio.com slash podcasts or to Apple iTunes. And if you would like to receive links to these recorded programs, please send your email address to me, John Sable, at sabolj at aol.com. Your support for this program is warmly welcomed. And for any announcements on the new Czech Voice of Cleveland program, please contact me, John Sable, at 216-351-6247 or at my email, sabolj at aol.com. My phone number again is 216-351-6247. Or you can write to me at 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131. That's 5839 Maureen Drive, Seven Hills, Ohio, 44131. Please remember to send any announcements to me at least one week in advance. Please stay safe at home, stay in touch with each other, and act and pray for the safety of us all. Thanks for listening and have a great week.